invite you to go with me to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5. The beautiful word of the Lord says, Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the word of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee, love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all, uh, all thy getting, get understanding. Now come with me to Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. What a beautiful biblical truth. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have nothing to tell to my brethren this beautiful evening, but be you talking to our hearts through your, through your beautiful word. We ask you in the name of the Almighty Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. You may be seated, my brethren. Uh, in this portion of the scriptures, King Solomon urges children to acquire above all wisdom, or rather before, before all things to acquire fear of God. Oh, my brethren, how, uh, how sad is to see how God is no longer feared today. The philosophies of this world undermining the moral standards of God. The nations of the world conspiring against the moral standards of God. And how sad is to see uh, uh, people who say they know God and in works, they deny him living a life without the true fear of God in their life, which is the, the most sad. Is people outside, they say they know God and they have God. But they are doing terrible example. They are not salt uh, of the air and light of the world. But they say they are Christian. And what, they are spoiling the, 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 the soil where we're we going to plant the seed. It's so sad. In this version, King, King Solomon urges to acquire wisdom, which is above all things to acquire fear of God in our, in our hearts. How do we achieve the true fear of God? Before continuing, I would like to clarify a point. Fear of God is not that you do not dare to approach God because God has his hand open waiting for you. Amen? So fear of the Lord doesn't mean that you do not dare to approach God because you need, you, you must come to the Lord. Definitely come to Hebrew chapter 4. Hebrew chapter 4 in our Bibles. Hebrew chapter 4. So fear of the Lord doesn't mean that you do not, you do not dare to approach God. You, you must approach God. You need to go to the Lord. We need to go to the Lord. Proverbs chapter, Hebrew chapter 4, verse 16. The beautiful word of the Lord says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let us come boldly. It means let us come with all confidence to our Father in heaven. We need to come confident to our Father in heaven because he has his hand open waiting for us. Uh, this is a, a, a simple message. I did my notes in Spanish and then translate to English. So if you please excuse me if I pronunciate a wrong or say a word that doesn't match the place. Please excuse me. <laughs> but I do my, my notes in Spanish and, and in translate to English. But my Bible in English have a dictionary on the back side. Most of your Bibles have a dictionary. And this is very simple. I just go to the dictionary of the Bible and get what means fear of God. It's very simple. In our Bibles, the, according to the dictionary of the Bible, fear of God. First, if worship him. Amen. 
He who feared the Lord will worship the Lord. Amen. Second, fear of the Lord is serving Him. He who feared the Lord will serve the Lord, right? It's something very basic. And third, fear of the Lord is obey Him. He who feared the Lord will obey the Lord, which is the most important obedience. If you fear God, you will serve Him, but you will obey His word. Amen. If we fear the Lord, we will obey the word of God. It is very different that we see outside people who say they, they know God, but they don't fear God. They don't obey the word of the Lord. But we are children of the Lord. We must obey our Father in heaven and be a good example of, of Christian. Right? Amen. We need to be sad of the earth and light of the world. For me, the best example of a man who really feared the Lord is in Genesis. Come with me to the book of Genesis chapter 22. For me, the best example of a man who really feared God in, in his heart. His name was Abraham. Come with me to Genesis chapter 22, verse 9. Genesis chapter 22, verse 9. For me, the best example of a man who really feared God in his heart. And they came to place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaiah his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou that withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. It's so difficult for me to, when I read this passage, now that I am I'm, I'm father, if the Lord asks me to slay my kids on the altar, I just can't do that. I just can't. And I'm sure neither, you neither. But this man, Abraham, he didn't deny his kid to the Lord. He said, I will do. And he was ready to obey the Lord because he feared the Lord in his, in his heart. And he got his, his kid and he was ready to sacrifice his kid. And God needed to say, hey, hey, freeze, don't move because now I know you fear me until the end. How far? Are we from fearing our Father in heaven as we are called to fear our Lord? Oh, when I compare to this passage, I feel so miserable. We need to rededicate our life to fear our Father in heaven and obey our Father in heaven. The good news is that Jesus today is not asking you to slay your kid on the altar. He's just asking to obey the basic things of Christian life. And most of the time we are found disobedient our father in heaven things need to change among us my brethren oh my brethren things need to change we need to rededicate our life to cultivate more fear of our father in heaven oh my brethren jesus is coming soon oh we don't know when he's gonna comes but for sure we are closer today than yesterday if my grandma was alive today she would say javi let's pack our stuff because jesus is coming tonight because can't get worse. Now she's with the Lord. She's celebrating his glory. But what's going to happen with us? We need to cultivate more fear of our Father in heaven. The good, thi the good thing is we as children of the Lord, we have the ability to cultivate more fear of our Father in heaven. 
We need to do it. We need to rededicate our life. We need, we need to, we have to do it um, more than ever. And we are praying and crying, Lord, come soon. Come to rapture us. Get us out of here. But while we do, are we obeying our Father in heaven in the most basic things of Christian life? Supporting his, his local church, supporting, uh, uh, advancing his kingdom, sharing uh, 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 our faith with the lost souls, uh, getting involved in, in advancing the gospel through the world. We need, to, we need to be more active. I'm sure you are doing, but I just want to encourage you to do more than ever, more than yesterday, because he deserves all our strength. He deserves, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about your time. I'm talking about your strength. I'm talking about your life. I don't expect you come to Puerto Rico. I just want to encourage you to obey your call in your place where you are. Because as I told you the morning, you are already missionaries. You're missionaries in Tennessee. You must be salt of the earth and light of the world. And the most important thing is cultivating fear of our Father in heaven and, and be found obedient to his word. Oh, my brethren, we, we can do better. We, are, we can do better, definitely. There is, there is room to do it much, much better because he deserves uh, the excellence. Uh, something that I have Lisa and I have learned in the state when we arrived here two years ago, I, we have seen excellence of the American churches here uh, a, a, a fundamental independent churches do things. Uh, you do things beautiful. Uh, buildings and, and churches are beautiful. Uh, but you go to some churches in the hills, you, you don't want either to sit down <laughs> in some places. You say, well, if I sit down there, I'm going to end on the floor. <laughs> but here, every, everything you, you do is very neat and nice. And it, he doesn't deserve less, right? At the same time, our strength is to him too. Uh, bring, bring him glory with our mouth, with our legs, with our eyes, with our mouth, with everything we are. We need to do more committed to him. To him. Say the previous lesson, how to acquire through fear of God. First, to fear God, you have to know him first. To fear the Lord, you have to know him first. Come with me to Romans chapter 10. Please, my brethren, Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, verse 14. Romans chapter 10, verse 14. The beautiful word of the Lord says, How then shall call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom of, uh, of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they a preach except they be sent. And also, you can say also, how shall they fear the Lord outside if children of the Lord don't show fear of their own Father in heaven? If we don't show fear of our own Father in heaven, how could we expect the sinners, the, the lost souls, fear the Lord? They need to see fear of the Lord in our own life. And then we can expect they follow our good example and then we can fear the Lord. When you give yourself the task of, tru of truly knowing God, you will know his holiness and his power. God is holy, God is pure, and God is judge. He does not overlook our sin, my, my brethren. 
at this point is when you can appreciate the beauty of the gospel. Also, his love, he's the true love. And because of love, he sent his only begotten son in propitiation, in payment for all our sin. That's what Jesus did. He, he took an exchange. He took our place and he received the punishment we deserve for our sin. And such punishment is eternal punishment in, in hell. And Jesus paid for all our sin. But he resurrected from the dead. Amen? Jesus is alive. Because he's alive, we have eternal hope in Jesus. Only in Jesus Christ. He resurrected from the, the death. Are we going to resurrect too? Amen? Oh, the only hope this world is not a, a vaccine. We already have a vaccine of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? We already have the vaccine our soul needs. Is the blood of Jesus is the only vaccine we need in our life. The blood of Jesus who cleans all our sins. And we have the power to vaccinate all our neighbor, right? Through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, we are called to vaccinate all our people around with the gospel of Jesus. Not with the needle that can do nothing for you. But the blood of Jesus is the vaccine who clean from the sin and give eternal life. Eternal life. People think because they're vaccine, they can get 100 years old. I don't think so. But with the blood, with the blood of Jesus, give you eternal life. Wow. Eternal life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for the, the blood of Jesus. After the Lord open you understanding to know him and his power, believe me, you will fear the Lord. You will, when you study who is God and what he did, you will end the day fearing the Lord. And the most basic uh, uh, example of how to fear the Lord. Well, I was raised by my two parents, my mom and my dad in Puerto Rico. I am 41 years old. So 40 years ago, when, or 41 years ago, when a young Puerto Rican did something wrong, you know what mom and dad did? Especially mom, she had a very powerful tool called flip-flop. Oh, she knew how to use it. Bim, boom, bam, bam. And everyone walked very straight because if disobey mom and daddy, oh, flip-flop will visit the backside. And everyone was walking right because we don't, we don't want the, the flip-flop land in the place we don't want to. And that's the way I was raised, praise the Lord. When I did something wrong, my mom took the time to correct me. But at the same time, when I needed something, I came to my mom with all confidence because if my mom and my dad, when I needed, when I, my, my shoes were broken, I said, Dad, it's a big hole in the tennis. I need you to take me to Kmart to buy a new shoes. And he said, okay, let's go. Or well, he did that a lot of most of the time. He said, well, you need to wait. But I wait, and one day when he, uh, the payday, he took me to Kmart. It's the same relationship we need to cultivate with our Father in Heaven. The good thing is that our Father in Heaven, his, his uh, wallet is endless. He's the owner of gold and silver. But it's the same relationship we need to cultivate with our Father in Heaven. Fearing our Father in Heaven, but always coming confident to our Father in heaven. And by the way, those who do not know the Lord and die without knowing him, they have voluntarily decided to die in their ignorance because God is righteous. Amen. 
Our Lord is righteous. Go with me to 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3. Our Lord is righteous. 2 Peter. Go with me to 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 5. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 5. For this, but let's, let's read from the 4. And saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers felt asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For they willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the waters and in the waters were by the word that then was being overflowed with the water and perished. They voluntarily decided not to fear God. So people who go to hell is because they voluntarily decided not to fear our Father in heaven. Now I would like to share with you a best example for me, the best example of a two men was raised in the the best um, environment to fear God, but they voluntarily decided other thing. Go with me to First Samuel, First Samuel chapter one. First Samuel chapter one. First Samuel, First Samuel chapter one verse three. First Samuel chapter one verse three. The beautiful word of the Lord says, and this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Silo. And the two sons of Eli, Ovni and Phineas, the priests of the Lord, were there. Chapter 2, verse 12. Chapter 2, verse 12. Now the sons of Eli were sons of Belial. They knew not the Lord. Huh? But they were priests. Well, back then, they inherited the, the job, but they didn't fear God in their heart. That's why it's so important uh, we bring kids to, our kids to the church, but we need to also bring kids to the Lord through our good example. Uh, they can't, they, you can't show to your kids something in the church and then so, something completely opposite at home. We are called to, to be Christian and good example 24-7. And more when you are parent. Chapter 4, verse 11. Chapter 4, verse 11. And the ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Ovni and Phineas, were slain. And those two men went to the ended in hell because they didn't fear the Lord. Now, the rhetorical question is how to know God. How to know God? Only through his son, Jesus Christ. If you want to know God, you need Jesus Christ. John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. John chapter 11, verse 25, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, uh, were, uh, were, uh, he were dead, yet shall he live. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. For there is none other name under the heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. His name is Jesus Christ. You want to be saved? You need Jesus Christ. That's the only name, the, 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 the name that we're we going to proclaim outside. Jesus Christ. He's the one who died for us on the cross and he resurrected on the third day. And because uh, he died, he paid for all our sin and he resurrected. We have 
we have the, the lamb that paid for all our sins. Jesus Christ. Medias don't want to say the name of Jesus Christ, but we're going to tell the name of Jesus Christ until we die. Amen? And being a good example. Jesus Christ is the only one who died on the cross for us. You can read the Bible and know passages, but if you don't have a relationship with Christ, our Lord and Savior, you only have an intellectual knowledge. And let me remind you, intellectual knowledge never saves anybody. Only a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Oh, because when you go to Puerto Rico, you knock doors, and everyone knows John chapter 3, verse 16. Everyone knows when you ask, what means Jesus to you? Oh, porque de tal manera amó Dios al mundo que ha dado a su Hijo unigénito para que todo aquel que en él cree no se pierda, mas tenga vida eterna. John chapter 3, verse 16 in Spanish. Everyone knows as, as, as a poem and do like that. And they say very beautiful. And sometimes they say John chapter 3, verse 16 that way. Porque de tal manera. <laughs> and you say, oh, John chapter 3, 16, they can kill you. <laughs> and sometimes they do like that. Jesus Christ, and they have a, a kind of beer in their hand. They have no fear of the Lord in their hearts. They say that Jesus is everything for them, but in their heart, they are so far from Jesus. They have no fear of the Lord. And we, children of the Lord, we need to show what is fear of God. We respect the Lord. We obey his commandments. We obey his word until we die. And if we do something wrong, we repent and say, Lord, please forgive me. I failed. Please give me strength to do it better tomorrow. But that, that's our fight until we die. We're going to do better from now for my Lord, he who died for me on the cross. Oh, yes. We, we, we die fighting. Oh, yes. That's why we are so important for the Lord because we, we are soldiers for Christ who who live, he's not asking us to die for him. Thanks to the Lord, we, we live in the free country until today, until the moment. We live for Christ. We live a life of Christ. That's what he expects from us. The benefits of he who feared the Lord. Well, there are benefits. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Come with me to Ecclesiastes. Psalm, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. In the same spot as in Spanish or English, and I can guarantee. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 18. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 18. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 18. It is good that thou shouldest take hold of this, yea, also from this withdraw not thine hand. For he that fear God shall come forth of them all. Beautiful. Now for our ladies among us, come with me to Proverbs chapter 31. Everyone come, but especially our ladies. Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 30. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 30. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feared the Lord, she shall be praised. Praise the Lord. A woman that feared the Lord. In Puerto Rico, the beauty contest is very popular. It's equivalent here to the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, that the beauty contest, uh, people record it because they can't miss 
who walk and, and you see those ladies at 90 pounds walking like that with the hair like that. And oh, what a beautiful lady. Oh, what a sad. I don't want my, my daughter to learn that. This word teach to the ladies, you need to wear this or act like that to be beautiful. The word of the Lord says, a woman that feared the Lord in her, in her heart, she's a beautiful woman. That's a beautiful woman, woman who feared the Lord in her heart. So ladies among, among us, fear the Lord is what makes you beautiful. Now to the, to the young men, Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 21. My son, fear thou the Lord and the king, and meddle not with them that are given to change, for their calamity shall rise suddenly. And who knoweth the ruin of them both? Wow. Don't meddle. It means uh, no te entremetas. It says in Spanish. It's like don't get attached to people who don't fear the Lord because when the destruction comes from that person, because you are madly, you're together with that person, the calamity will come to you too. It does, it's not only, it's special for the young people, but it apply for everyone. Apply. And you can say, Javier, I have a friend that is unbeliever and I love him and I want him to come to the Lord. And definitely, I agree, you, you don't, uh, you don't give up, but but you see years after years, and that person doesn't surrender to the Lord. It's your time to pass your page and continue your life with the Lord, because it's warning you that the destruction will come to you too. In Puerto Rico, it's very common that when you knock doors sharing the gospel, when People are, are behind the door. If he's young, 50% is so shame. 50% of the probability that that young person or have used drug in the past or is using drug or have had some contact with illegal drugs. And I had the opportunity to, to bring a young man to the Lord. Uh, he lives in a project in those places for poor people who pay very little rent. And they are... Uh, subculture there of drugs, prostitution, a lot of terrible stuff. And, and I bring him to, to church. And Wednesday, one Wednesday, I took him to his house after church. And he said, Javier, I have a friend who sells drugs. But he became Christian. What happened to him? I said, well, your friend, if your friend really repent and receive Jesus, the will of the Lord is not that any children of the Lord or use drugs or sell or are related with people who sell drugs or use drugs. Okay. And next week, uh, Sunday, when I bring him to the church, he said, Javier, do you remember my friend who uh, uh, accepted the Lord and sell drugs? He said, yes, I remember the story. And he said, uh, this man is me. And it's really, really. I knew it was the young man. I knew it. And I told him, I knew it was you. Let me tell you something. When I pick up you at the church again, don't bring your funny pack. I don't want drugs or guns illegal in my car because if the police stop, it's not fair that I'll go to jail because you have drugs on you or illegal 
or illegal. Uh, I have nothing against illegal uh, a gun. I, I have my own gun, but it's legal. But they, in Puerto Rico, they carry illegal to kill people, and then they drop the gun, and nobody go to jail. And he said, I don't want that in my car. And a few days later, he, he got arrested, and he go to jail. And I went to jail to visit him. And he was facing the rest of his life in jail. And I said, man, what happened to you? And he started to cry. He started to cry. I had a friend. I had a friend. He, he was trying to tell me that he had a friend that introduced him to that kind of life. And that's what the Bible exactly is warning us. Don't, don't be with people who don't have fear of the Lord in your hearts. When I got saved and I started to attend the church, I lost, uh, I had a good friend. And I tried to invite him to the church. He said, I don't want to go to church. And the last time he was in my car, he just go out of my car and smash the door. Bang! I don't want to go to a church. And Never talked to him again. He was a good friend, my best friend. And I was so sad because I, I didn't have too much friends. And I continued driving to my house. I prayed for him. And you know how many good friends the Lord replaced me. Oh, I just can't count how many friends. I have hundreds of good friends, even in different countries. When you serve the Lord and you put the Lord first, he will give you the friends you need. Because definitely we need friends. But we need the good friends. And that's what the Bible wants to tell us. And the last one, Psalm 112. Come with me to Psalm 112. This is for a gentleman among us. For gentlemen. You, you thought you escaped. Huh? The ladies, young, and now it's time for men. For men. For gentlemen. <laughs> it's beautiful, the word of the Lord. Amen. Psalm 112. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endure forever. What a blessing. When a man feared the Lord in his house, what a blessing. It's a blessing for his wife. When a man feared the Lord, it's a blessing for his kid. It's a blessing for a neighbor. It's a blessing for the local church. It's a blessing for his job. It's a blessing for the whole nation. But when a man doesn't fear the Lord, it's a disgrace for the wives. It's a disgrace for the kids. It's a disgrace for the local church. It's a disgrace for the whole nation. It's, that is why our nature is going down and down because men stop fearing the Lord. And this thing needs to change, starting with us, the children of God. We need to, this circle, cut it, being south of the earth and light of the world. How many men tonight here, can you raise your hand? We are a good, a good number. You know what? We need you all. The work of the Lord, the, the local church needs all of you. You are example for your kids, your nephew, your neighbor, your nation. If we don't fear the Lord, who else is going to do? We need to rededicate our life because we are the light of the world. 
we need to write for Jesus. If we want our nation change, that damnation around, we need to write more than ever. The brightness, we need to put it in high until the battery blow apart, until we die. We need to write for Jesus more than ever. Nobody else going to write for Jesus, only, only you. And you're going to be the example of how to fear the Lord. Let's bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, thank you because thy word.